welcome to Coffee Science Guru 2020 edition. Wow, already there. We are here. It's been my third decade alive. Which means I'm 30. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> Julian, how did you get away on on that? <laughs> well, I mean, ha- having passed that milestone into what uh, people are, you know, inclined to pass off as old age, uh, I certainly have comments on the subject of uh, what we're about to uh, yeah. launch into. Yeah, fair enough. You're not yeah. 30 years past old age, though, are you? When is technically old age? What is that line? Well, I think it used to be 65. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Retirement yeah. age. Oh, yeah. oh, fair enough. Well, you you weren't expected now. to live more than a few years after that. Uh, uh, yeah, um, that would make uh, sense. My parents are getting into 65 territory. So yes. I would definitely start calling them. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm calling it out as 90 now. <laughs> <laughs> the goalposts, right, well, fair enough. they keep moving. Mm, it's true. They do. Um, but on the topic of what we do here at Seven Miles Coffee Roasters, which is research things coffee related and roast coffee and brew coffee and all of the rest. Um, today, we're going to talk about uh, a test that we did at the end of last year, which was a comparison between types of reusable cups, mm. which has been pretty popular um, in the industry, a topic of much conversation. Reusable cups, getting rid of disposables, no more plastic straws, no more paper cups. Yeah, even though the research that we did previously suggested that actually there's very little environmental... Well, this is not quite true. The Mm. proportional damage caused by paper cups compared to everything else done in the cafe um, is remarkably small, fractions of a percent. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, doesn't mean it does no damage. Yeah. Um, And And the perception, of course, is quite different, isn't it? Yeah, exactly right. The other thing is also, you know, consumers customers, people who actually drink the coffee at the end of the day, you know, it's one of the very few things, it's a touch point, it's a natural touch point and it makes a lot of sense that that would be front of mind uh, whereas, you know, the, the consumption of energy in the back of a machine, which accounts for at least let me see if it's half a percent and it's 50% do that, orders of a magnitude more yeah. in terms of carbon emissions um, yeah. yeah, so the, the carbon, carbon emissions on making and using plastic or Plastic lined paper cups. Yeah, that's it. I guess mm-hmm. is not so big, but I think people are trying to get away from creating more plastics well, more than it's, anything. It's avoidable, I guess, is the key yeah, thing, right? And, you bring your own cup, or you even sit down. Heaven forbid, you sit down in a cafe and actually drink the coffee there. Indeed, um, yes, I like know, that. Yeah, I like yeah. that better myself. <laughs> I mean, um, people do do that. Um, do do, um, but um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Julian, you've been around a while. Speaking, speaking of your age. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you you've seen a lot of the industry change. One of which being the introduction of takeaway paper. Yes, cups well, I, I, I first came across it in I think it was 1976 when McDonald's opened their very first outlet outside of the United States of America, yeah. oh, which was in a system. rundown suburb of East London, ah. to test the waters to see whether they could actually build a business based upon people who theoretically couldn't even afford. Uh, their takeout food mm. and it went off like a bomb and of course it uh, it's continued doing that ever since mm. one way or another and so they used the disposable paper cups in and, that and I think that was my first experience in either England or Europe of mm. any kind of takeaway cup because uh, those nations were inclined to sit down and enjoy their coffee just as many of them yeah. still do was mm. it was it styrofoam then or was it a paper cup 
Uh, do you know, I can't actually remember, Which but I imagine it was probably styrofoam. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, and uh, if it wasn't initially, it certainly was very soon after that, because yep. by the time I arrived here in 1982, styrofoam was already well introduced. Yeah. Um, and everybody was forced to use that because there was no alternative. Yeah. Mm. Uh, except, of course, sitting down and enjoying a cup of coffee on the premises. Yeah. Which, I don't know what McDonald's was like then, but it's not very enjoyable to sit down and do anything in a McDonald's these days. But No, well, they do vary. I've only been into three McDonald's in my life, um, and uh, one of them was in Australia at Blacksland, and that was quite pleasant. Another was in Hong Kong, and it was awful and dirty <laughs> and grubby and altogether uh, uninviting and uh, and the third one was uh, when McDonald's opened their first uh, unit in London which I happened to supply with coffee at the time so <laughs> oh I well very good that's it yeah, <laughs> yeah. I myself go about three times every month I suppose but anyway that's not quite yeah. true but I yeah. don't know who wins this competition if it's more or less but it's probably less I'll yeah, probably I'm going to say less but hey yeah. whatever well they do say less is more <laughs> <laughs> everything in moderation um, anyway uh, keep cups. Yes. Yeah. So we tested uh, six different brands. Yeah. So I think when we tested these cups, I mean, well, the idea is brands, what, why would we types. need to test keep cups? They hold liquids, do they not? That's yeah. the primary test. And I suppose, yeah, okay, fine. They're all cups, they hold liquid. But I think really each cup has its own, I, don't know, I guess, unique selling point, its own unique marketable differentiator. You know, it's it's reason for being. I mean, you know, the, probably starting off with the original keep cup. Um, which I believe was actually made of plastic, but re- original reusable cup, you know, had a design, made a lot of sense for cafes at the time, designed to have a coffee specifically put inside of it, so it's the right dimensions, the right volume, told a certain amount of espresso with milk in it, um, or espresso, you can get espresso one specifically, etc. Um, and then it's kind of evolved over time with different companies coming with different designs. Um, so some using thermos type designs, some using glass, some using, well, actually one of them with a husky cup using a bit of plastic, a little bit of yeah. Um, material. So why we tested them was to see which one would actually suit you better because what we clearly saw within the first I don't know, hour of testing and even the ones that we ourselves own was that um, you know each one may benefit a certain kind of coffee drinker um, more so than another one. Yeah. Mm. I come late into this conversation because I've had little experience of, of Keep Cups but uh, such experience that I have had with my own family suggests that uh, one of the problems with them is hygiene mm. uh, because actually keeping these cups clean with all the grooves and recesses and so yeah. on in them uh, with somebody who's not absolutely meticulous my wife would not be amongst those of course uh, but my children <laughs> certainly would qualify mm. means that uh, you know they could harbor all sorts of um, yeah. uh, you know unpleasant uh, things which uh, we, we might not wish to see yeah right yeah. definitely noticed that with the lid on the Frank Green cup mm. has quite right. a few moving parts and you have to pull it apart and then... You have to really properly clean it, yeah. Yeah, a lot of the time it doesn't fit back together quite right. Yeah, and that was one of the actual scales in testing as well. How easy was it to clean? It's pretty hard to come up with a real, you know, specific metric on it. Um, but I think if you refer to our blog, we've got a whole bunch of those things. We literally measured the amount of time it took to disassemble and reassemble the cup mm. uh, and clean every individual part to make it so that it was hygienic. Now, we didn't do bacterial count on it to make sure that it was all, you know, calibrated to individual you know, cell counts or whatever else like that. We didn't go that far, but we did find that, particularly for the Frank Green, it took about one and a half minutes, which I think is actually, a bit more than one and a half minutes, which I think is actually a generous, a very fast estimate for the amount of time it takes to properly clean that cup. Um, This is opposed to, I think, more or less about 15 seconds on average. Yes, and and anything which is harbored hot milk uh, immediately becomes a a suspect, does it not? Absolutely right. And that's what, you know, what is it? 
most recent numbers coming out of what Cafe 2020 and things moving into the future that uh, we're working on at the moment. About 75, 80% of people in Australia are drinking coffee with milk, um, yeah. which I think is actually an underestimate myself. But, yeah. Um, well, yeah, I think I've definitely noticed a trend towards less milk consumption. Yeah, it's becoming uh, like that, but I don't think it's going to... If you extrapolate trends, it doesn't look like it's going to happen even in five years. It's unlikely to... to it's yeah. not going to switch around in Australia, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, unless someone starts... Unless it becomes very obvious that milk is terrible for everyone, then it's not going to well, happen. Well, certainly products like Coffee Mate, which has been around in the States for uh, mm. forever, mm. has had a very hard time establishing itself uh, in Australia. Mm. Sure, I remember when I was in the States, I had quite a lot of Coffee Mate here and there. I don't know why, it just was mm. there, you put it in there, it was easy, quick. Yeah. didn't taste terrible, actually. I didn't find it tasted terrible anyway. Mm. It tasted probably as an equivalent par of the quality of coffee that I was getting where I was in the States anyway. Yeah. Um, at least Starbucks serve cream, but... Uh, Anyway, we move on from that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we were, what we looked at heat loss, which I think is a big one. Um, the quality of the seal, or whether it seals or not. Yeah. Uh, how much it weighs for your bag? Easy to clean. Which you just spoke about shock resistant. I guess is can you drop it and survive, mm. or are you forking out another forty bucks? It's kind of um, fun to take some of these tests on little road trips, actually. So I mean, one of the ones where I accidentally, I think, was taken on my six-month-old son out with my dad and was actually drinking. So I guess it wasn't specifically a road test, but uh, one of us dropped the... Uh, one of the three of us dropped yeah. the cup. <laughs> uh, and in this case, it was a glass keep cup. And it was a remarkable, actually, how it shattered. It, complete, it was like it exploded. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is a very... It's a, it's a, it's a heat-treated glass. I mean, it's a... Yeah, it's a good quality, strong glass. There's yeah. no question there. It's just uh, when it breaks, it really, it pops. Yeah, I've dropped um, them like half an inch onto the concrete bench in the cafe and they've just exploded. Yeah, it's a, that's that's the best word for it, explode. Yeah. Um, not yeah. saying it explodes in your bag. Last, last eight glasses do the same thing. Did, did it finish up with lots of tiny pieces all the same size? Or a lot of very similar size pieces, I'll say. They weren't tiny. They were no. big enough to pick up with your fingers and probably not cut yourself too badly. Yeah, it wasn't no, like the um, safety glass stuff. Like the, the latte glasses, the, um, were they... Purex or Pyrex or something, yeah, yeah. Um, they just explode into like safety glass. Yeah. But yeah, the soul cups. Well, the soul cups are different. Yes, I'm referring to the keep cups from, specifically. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Mm. But um, uh, yeah, which are made of Pyrex, I believe. Yeah, they yeah. get, they get, um, the pieces get bigger further away from the mm. explosion. Mm. Um, but the other thing, I think, did you talk about drinkability as well? You know, how nice these cups are, in fact, to drink out of, because yeah, it does make a difference. That's probably top on everyone's list. Yeah, in terms of drinkability, well, maybe we can, I shouldn't say we should start off there. We're kind of now well, if you take three. the lid off and drink that's it out of the glass. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's very nice. Superior. Of course, if you keep the lid on, then uh, it's a different story. Well, that's it? the thing, right, with these things. If you're getting a takeaway cup, more often than not, you're probably going to be drinking it through the actual lid. And it's not much of a muchness throughout all of them. I mean, probably the most pleasant one to drink out of is going to be the keep cup. Mm. Um, simply because it's hard plastic doesn't retain as much material on it although it still retains some material on it mm. um, it's actually really relatively pleasant shape when it fits on your mouth and everyone's mouth's different but this has still got a decent curvature on it um, everything else I've been pretty much all of them made of plastic apart from well let's be honest apart from um, the soul cup which is made of kind of silicon which I frankly don't like no, I mean, you know, the, 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 lar the large plastic versions are a bit like a, an enlarged version of a baby's um, drinking cup. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Yeah, right. right, exactly, like a sippy cup, um, which has issues also when it comes to spillage. But uh, look, I mean, a lot of them are, are decent. The Soul Cup, I think we rate it as one of the best ones to drink out of directly um, because of the way the lip comes out, like, you know, from the glass. Does it? I don't know, but I'm as... I'm applied to experience it. Yeah, well, that's it. Well, I mean, we, me we, we, we measured that. I mean, it wasn't really a measurement. It really was just a, you know, qualitative. Did it 
feel good or not. But again, most people are going to be drinking it out of a plastic lid, which in which case the keep cup, um, plastic or glass material is the same lid. Um, mm. Was probably the the, the better one. Um, interestingly enough, the Frank Green one, one of the first things I noticed, I put hot filter coffee inside it, and I found that I had to literally because the seal on it, it's what it's obviously it seals the best of all of them with that complex mechanism in there. Yeah. Um, yeah but when you try and take. Well, exactly, but then you have to almost effectively... I found that I effectively had to suck the coffee out. And when yeah. it was hot coffee in there because it's a thermos, at least the one that I had was a thermos, yeah. um, the metal metal wall with ceramic barrier inside of it, which is a very cool um, technology that they've got inside there. Um, and in theory works, except that you're still drinking it through a plastic lid. Um, you suck it out and it basically burnt my mouth. And yeah. I find it very hard to drink that kind strong. of coffee. It will basically, yeah, yeah. It's the only one that I found I got my mouth burnt from. Just, I mean, that speaks to its effectiveness as a thermos. Yes, yeah, it's good exercise for the lungs and uh, mu- <laughs> muscles and so on. Well, throat, exactly. But, uh, I mean, look, we're, we're all for losing yeah. a bit of weight. That's going to have its good positive effect on the environment. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. every little calorie counts. The Frank Greens are probably one of the more popular ones, at least in our cafe as well. Um, well, it makes sense. Even, even keep cups you don't see that many of. It's like Frank Green and miscellaneous like Yeah, well, brands. Frank Greens make sense. I mean, they're beautiful. You can customise them what you want. Yeah. They're affordable for what they are. High-quality cup, and they are high-quality. Like, there's yeah, no good denying that. And, and they seal completely. Oh, that was not my phone. That was the conference call thing. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Hey, yes. Siri. Who, who is or was Frank Green? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's a good question. Hmm. I suspect he's the man who invented the um, some homework for you, or for you company guys. that invented the Frank Green Cup. Um, Might have been an employee of Edison for all we know. <laughs> could have been. Could have been. Where did the inspiration come from? I don't know. Hmm. I've got to say the inspiration from that lid because it's also a pain pain to put on for a barista, and it takes quite a while to unscrew and rescrew that lid back on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think a lot of the customers just kind of take it upon themselves because they feel bad yeah well, good on. getting watching someone else screw it on for yeah. 30 seconds exactly <laughs> so one they the, do it themselves one of the cups that sort of came out on top of this list of things so you went through the list of all the frank green stoke keep cup original keep cup with the with the glass sole and husky yeah um was actually the stoke cup so the stoke is a fairly new cup in there it's yep. kind of got a similar sort of design philosophy behind it as the frank green cup except with a more um what do i call it user-friendly lid yeah, um, it's probably, a beautiful, probably a more user-friendly shape too. Yeah, it absolutely is. I think there's some ergonomics behind it, but let's be honest, it's kind of like a Venturi. Hmm. Um, it's it's uh, look, the Stoke Cup is effectively double-walled um, stainless steel cup, well insulated like a thermos, um, but it's got again a ceramic lining around the front of it. It comes in a few different colours. I think they updated every. I think the blue actually learned the other day. Their blue that they use was yep. limited edition for the Pantone colour of the year. All oh, right, interesting enough. Huh. Um, so they got a funky design philosophy behind it. It looks very nice. It feels very nice. It drinks well. Um, yep. Sealable lid. The lid, lid was probably the second best in the test. You could turn it upside down; it wouldn't leak too much. Actually, interestingly enough, again, too much or not at all? No, 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 not, not at all. I mean, you have to shake it to get some stuff okay. to come out of it. Um, I've had actually three Stoke cups come through our testing center. The first one had zero leaks when you shook it. The second <laughs> one had a little drip, and the third one was fine. But the best test was that first one. Actually, I'm not going to say who it was, but. One member of my family put it on the top of the car, put the child in, <laughs> drove away, and boom, boom, gunk. Like, okay. Yeah, uh, turned around, got it, and the coffee was still in there. No, no leaks on the ground. Yeah, right. Cup still functioning huh. perfectly well. So actually, I uh, will speak of, to the bom- relative bomb-proofness of the Couple of scratches cup. on the Mercedes. Uh, no, 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 the Mercedes is fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it's 10 years old, you know, yeah. it's fine. But the, um, the cup itself, which is probably the bigger thing, it, it's, uh, it survived. Got a couple of scratches and dents on that. But again, it's still insulating very well. Um, and you know it works as a cup. And you're loving explode. it, are you? Huh? You're loving it. 
I am actually, yeah. yeah. Both myself and my wife love it. Yeah. Um, so I would. My personal favorite of all the testers was the Stoke Cup for yeah. all the reasons described. Then also, you didn't burn your mouth and you drank it. Keep the coffee hot if that's important to you. And in fact, that's why we did the thermal profiling tests. I wanted to see how fast the coffee cooled down to 65 degrees Celsius. So I think uh, you, know, you can read it in the blog. I'm not going to describe all the curves. Mm. But both the Stuck and the Frank, Stoke and the Frank Green Cup kept the coffee hot for a very long time. Yeah, um, makes being, sense. Being sealed. No, yep. no air in or out. Correct. Um, mind you, the, most of the uh, most of the temperature that cooled down is because we had to open and shut the lid to do the measurement. We had to get a thermocouple and place it in the same spot inside yeah. the thing. So um, all the other cups, um, regardless whether they were glass or plastic, cooled down at about the same rate. So yeah. within about 50 minutes, it had cooled down from 90 degrees Celsius to, I think in this case, about 45. So in the way you experience the taste, certainly perceptibly cool, but not cold. Yeah. Um, so if you're going to drink your coffee within an hour, which most people I'm pretty sure will. Yeah. Um, but if you wanted to keep your coffee hot for a long time, definitely go with the Stoke or the Frank Green. Hopefully you're not getting it at 90 degrees, though. Yeah. Well, at 45, worrying. it's still just about drinkably warm, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. You still perceive it as warm. It's until it gets to your body temp. Well, yeah, it's anyone's question as to how you perceive how hot or cold it is. Mm, but, true. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're right. 45 yes. would still be warm. Yeah. I commonly make my coffee hot. And drink it cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, there's, uh, there's good reasons for that. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. My only little pet peeve with the Stoke Cup is it has a rubber bottom or a silicon bottom. So when you put oh. it down, it kind of wobbles a little bit, like oh, really? one of those kids' so toys that you can punch. Yeah. So the idea of that is that it doesn't do that. It sticks to the ground. Yeah. So. Or it doesn't It doesn't yeah. scratch anything. But yeah, once you put it down, it kind of wobbles a little bit because it's, yeah, it's a little bit top heavy because it, it yeah. tapers is, out. Is that because the liquid is in motion inside, do you think? Or? No, even when it's empty. Oh. Yeah, because yeah, the rubber bottle it, is basically yeah. like a little adhered sort of section, a little rubber thing at the very bottom of the cup. So you can put it down without scratching, mm. denting, smashing, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Or I, haven't, the cup. I haven't knocked one over, but it's just every time I put it down. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I think the design. So there you go. My one's fine when I put it down. It could be the, the way that they've stuck it on. Maybe there's a bubble underneath it sometimes and yeah. sometimes there's not. Could be me. It's probably me. No, I don't think it's you. I think <laughs> it's an interesting observation. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, all in all, I mean... It's interesting. So one of the things that we are following on from this study is, you know, we talked about the use of washing detergents of the cups, trying to make it clean. And we're also thinking about this in terms of an environmental impact type yeah. thing. One of the studies we're doing, and there is some information out there available already on certain cups, but we're trying to get it for all of them um, and, you know, do some assumptions and calculations. But basically we're looking at, you know, how many paper cups... So in other words, how many paper cups does this thing save? So in other words, what is the break-even calculation? Is it mm. the environmental impact of a Stoke cup? How many paper cups is that worth? Yeah, because you're paying for the, or you're buying the mining, correct, and the transport, correct. and the processing, and the manufacturing, and the and everything, and then the washing of it time in, time out. Yeah. So use per use. So for example, I believe at this point, I think it's 27. You'd have to you'd have to have bought 27 coffees and drunk 27 coffees from a keep cup yep. made of glass to be worth. 27 takeaway cups yeah which but, yeah something interesting to think about because i know a lot of people give these things as gifts to other people and if you have six yeah. keep cups you know if you break 20 your another way of thinking about it is if you break dust. 26 keep cups yeah or if you um, smash a bunch of you'd glass. be better if you, if you every 26 you know takeaway coffees you get you break a keep cup yeah. you should probably just get takeaway paper it's much better than you'd yeah. fire or than doing like, the other way around definitely make sure you're re recycling the, the glass the actual cost of the of the takeaway cup versus the keep cup yeah well, that's another good point i mean yeah. well that's the thing i guess depends you have to integrate the cost of the cup yeah. the paper well, cup I mean, into what's the, costing the customer the cafe is paying for the five to ten cent cup yeah. and yeah. the consumer's paying for the forty dollar so if, if they gave a discount of five to ten cents or, say, yeah. or like cents us, if you really wanted to like us fifty 
Right. So yeah, yeah whatever it happens to be. So yeah, um, pays off pretty quick. You're correct. At least that way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not if, sure if the economic you're, factor. If you're a coffee a day, kind of. Right, right. If you've got a discount, of course, the consumer got a discount for bringing in their keep cup. If that's yeah. something that cafe is willing to do, which I'm not necessarily myself heartily endorsing here. Yeah. Um, in fact, I personally wouldn't endorse it. Um, I would argue doing the other way around, charging more for a cup that's takeaway might be the way to do it. But again, that's uh, that's neither here nor there. I don't have experience with those yeah, programs. Yeah, that's a so. psychological correct a psychology question. Exactly. If you treat it the same as paper bags, maybe it makes maybe more people will come in droves to get that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, and there's like the debt pack system as well the recycle me cups which they have a whole workflow to collect the cups and recycle them back into printer paper mm. um, yeah, which, which is good. then good for the environment sounds to me like a very costly exercise for uh, probably very little benefit well, yeah that the debt pack uh, problem yes. yeah look i yeah <laughs> we support it so at seven miles i can't speak too well of it I think it's an interesting take and everything is an incremental change and I think it's a step in the right direction, although mm. it's a very expensive step in the right direction. Um, ideal situation would be that these things would just be put in the regular curbside recycling bin. Um, that would be ideal. because Well, it would be ideal everywhere. if they were all made of the same materials yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah. could therefore go through the same plant. Yeah. Ideal. Yeah, or right. like a recycling plant on the continent to do it. True. Well, this is a bigger topic than the heat <laughs> by itself. Although down relevant, the rabbit hole we I, go, I, and I think this rabbit hole should be explored <laughs> probably in the next in the next um when we do on uh, <laughs> reusable cups, specifically the, what it, it costs the environment to, to yeah. actually use these things, and yeah. how many paper cups you'd need to be, you know, avoiding. Yeah, which it, yeah, it's going to be an interesting question because the paper industry is pretty big and not necessarily terrible depending on how depends how you look at it yeah how it's done and mm. all of these things well, it's growing trees isn't it it's one of the few industries that's still growing trees yeah has to yeah but uh, again another thing for another time <laughs> stay tuned for part two uh, all that's right. exactly right i don't uh, know we want to come to conclusions in the cake cup i mean yeah, so I think we talked a lot about them but uh do we rank we have given in the blog on the blog in our editorial a um an overview in terms of what we recommend what's good for everything and again depends on your personal the only real personal preference is like how you, what you like to drink out of, and yep. that's a personal thing. Yep. And then how hot you like your coffee. Hottest yep. coffees go with the Stoke um, or the Frank Green, of which the two of them I would highly recommend the the Stoke. Stoke. Easy to clean, mm-hmm. the whole lot of good things in there. Both expensive, so what are you losing out on um, between the two? In terms of the uh, other options, um, we recommended highly the Salt Cup. We think the Salt Cup's pretty good, yeah. um, and also the traditional Keep Cup if you drink it with the lid on. Yeah, although when I said traditional keep cups, specifically want the glass. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I look forward to experiencing one or two of these. No, <laughs> we've got a couple in the window. If you want to come down and try these cups in the window, yeah, <laughs> I suspect you'd be able to. Yeah, I mean, you can buy some of them. Mm. I don't promise <laughs> to buy one. I don't. I don't, promise one. <laughs> we, I don't know if we have a. We're not. We don't have a lease system for them. There's no try before you buy just yet. True. Well, I mean, I've got a couple upstairs. If you really want to try them, you can try a couple of mine. Yeah. But you may not want that. That's one of the things I'm finding, actually. Sharing is Cake caring. cups are a very personal thing. So it'll be interesting seeing how cup share will work. Yeah, the, the Husky Exchange thing, yeah. which is definitely something very cool in practice. It is. But then when you think about it, when people, again, I'm going into the rabbit hole. But when you you know get something like a Frank Green cup that thrives off you know customization and personalizability, is that a word? Well, it is now. It is now. Um, you know, people actually want to own their cup. It's my cup. This is the thing that I've designed. It's personal to me. It's mm, the way yeah. I like it. Yeah, so I don't actually want to share this and get someone else's. This was a present um, from someone. Yeah. I don't want to get rid of this. Well, I mean, how many people thing. really want to share somebody else's toothbrush? Okay, correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, exactly right, Julian. I mean, that would be yeah. my that my that but, would be my, but we my all, stance. We all share sit down coffees in the cafe. So. Ah, exactly. With but, the cups. But, but then they're not yours. So. Yeah, exactly. The complicated feelings of being a human mm. being. 
Well, I think that's I think that's pretty much this then. Yeah, sounds like I think we covered almost everything. Mm. If you want to check out things in more detail and stuff that we might have missed, um, go to sevenmiles.com.au slash editorial. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all there, plus a bunch of extra stuff if you want to um, learn a whole bunch of coffee things. Mm-hmm. Um, Stay tuned for part two, of course. We're going yeah. to have another article published there, on the sustainability mm, of these cups. At least well, I'd like two, to say thank you for the two. lesson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's more to come, Julian. <laughs> <laughs> Jill, you, you represent our audience, Julian. <laughs> I don't know if you're the target demographic, but... <laughs> well, we are a growing audience. <laughs> it does. We should, yeah, we, we are. should cross boundaries all of yeah, are you Are you 50% American? Because almost half of our listenership is from the States, from the US. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. it's almost 50-50 Australian. Yeah, we, got a good, we actually got a few good American. questions from people from the United States, actually. Yes, yeah, I was going to mention, um, we got a great question from someone from the United States to the podcast at 7miles.com.au email. So if you want to send in some questions, send it to there, um, asking us about our recommendations on uh, coffee roasters, which is not something I know a ton about um, um, a couple but uh, yeah, yeah like we've we've been using the brand baddie for forever and now we have two brand baddies mm. so we could recommend whether you want the 100 kilo one or the 60 kilo one Most of the cost of the control <laughs> system doesn't matter too much depends yeah. on your capacity both are good <laughs> um, but yeah thank you so much for sending in the question um, and yeah if you want to ask us anything coffee related um, send it to podcast at 7miles.com.au um, tell your friends about the podcast and yeah thank you and all and it's good to so know that we've actually listening. got listeners out there responding to all this yes. oh, and that is yeah. nice that's really nice yeah yeah it made me feel good even while I was on holidays checking my emails which mm. I shouldn't have been no you should not but I did anyway well done <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah thank you all so much for listening and we'll see you next time on Coffee Science Guru bye 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 bye